Put your hands up. So, did you miss the show? That's okay, because we've got this cheeky podcast snack for you to enjoy. It's the Jimmy and Nath Show Podcast. An Aussie woman has been fired. Yes, fired from her brand new job after being employed for only five days. Five days, and she was uh, given the flick, given the sack. What did she do? Well, she she deserved it. Well... (laughs) Well, you beat the judge. Uh, she said she landed the job as a graphic designer for a big supermarket. Now, for uh, brand protection, I'm not going to mention the supermarket. Yeah, or should I mention all of them? No, I won't no. mention any. However, on this the... Is, is this here in Australia? Yeah, here in, in Australia. Australia. Yeah. However, on the Friday of her first week, her boss told her she'd be finishing up and this wasn't the role for her. So she'd been in the job for five days or four days and she was told in the morning of the Friday, you'll be done at the end of today. Well, you, I mean, isn't there... Like, what's the thing at the start of you when you... Yeah, what's it called? called Your um, three month. Yeah, it's your uh, probation. Probation. (laughs) Thank you, Bruiser. (laughs) Put the back stool. It's because we threw probation. Thank you, Bruiser. It's because she's still on it. That's why she knows. We've extended Um, yours for three years. I'm actually applauding this. Okay, round of applause. No, no, not a round of applause. Just me applauding. Okay, just a tennis clap, yeah? Well, because I just think, like, not enough people do. I think Australian culture is very much like someone gets a Mm. job and they just keep it. Oh, give them a crack. No, but then everyone just complains about them. Everyone just whinges. Sally's the worst and she can't do anything. You could get rid of her. Nah, nah, she's past she her probation. No, even if they're in probation, I'm I'm around it. You're out. Well, she, so this is what she she's come out on TikTok. Is we she love, upset? We love, of course she's. Well, she got fired. She's not stoked. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not her job. <laughs> <laughs> well, she so, came out. It's not for her. <laughs> she's what it's it's ruling something out that isn't for her, and it's bringing her closer yeah, to a dream. We've all been fired. So she she blamed the people who trained her. Said that they showed me the wrong way to do things, which is why I wasn't delivering the right designs. She wrote, down, down, prices are down. It was a Woolies ad. Yeah, so it's, it's just, they're the fresh food people. Good different on yes. IGA. No, it's incorrect. <laughs> but, you know, I, I mean, I've told you this story before, but I was fired even quicker than five days. I was fired after four hours. I was given a job. I was working for a study. I can't even really say I was working for them. I was given a job for a study skills company. And the first day I had you to show work, up. You didn't work, though, did you? No, I never got paid. No. No, but I was employed. I'd signed a contract. Yeah, and, but you never did any work. No, I rocked up on the first day. It was like, like a tutor thing. Yeah, so you had to, I had to learn all these scripts and essentially go out to schools and teach people how to study. And on day one, well, I showed up. you have to learn scripts? Why well, can you just tell people how to study? I don't know, because, mate, they've got a system. Okay, everyone yeah, has a system. Sorry. And I rocked up, and they're like, all right, does everyone know the scripts? And I was like, nah, I'm just going to wing it. And they go, that's not what this is about. And then I had an argument, and then I had to return the highlighters, and that was it. Yeah. Didn't, so even, didn't, even, was it. didn't even work. No, it didn't even work. Yeah. I didn't even get to keep, no merch, nothing. Yeah. Got nothing from that place, which I, won't, I, I actually can't remember. <laughs> We interviewed someone on Born Funny and they worked at the... Was it Will Gibb? Yeah, probably. He, he, I think he's on our little highlights package. And he was fired. He was fired. And he was fired from the same place. Which is what I want to do now. So I want to go 131060 Australia. Jump on the phones right now. How fast were you fired? Or how fast did you fire somebody? Because I'm calling this Jimmy and Ace Fast Fires. Fired. Thanks. You are fired. Jimmy and Ace Fast Fires. That's how quick it was. Yeah. That's how quick it was. I, I would love to hear from people who fired people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, want, I want to hear both sides. I want to hear both sides. So 131060, jump on the phones right now. How fast were you fired from a job? All right. And how fast were you fired from a job that you just started and then you got given the flick? Maybe it wasn't for you. Or if you're a boss, how fast did you fire somebody? Can you beat five days is what I want to know. 13, 10, 60. It is Jimmy and Ace Fast Fires. Uh, Carson, hi. Hey, here you go, mate. Yeah, good, mate. How fast did you fire somebody? What's your fast fire? Well, I fired someone in four days. Four so, um, days, yeah, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, employed this guy. He seemed to, you know, fit the ticket and... um. 
First day he's doing the trick, fourth by the fourth day, mate, he's slowing down. I came out the back one day and he's standing in the middle of the warehouse. I said, hey, Gav, mate, what are you doing? He said, I'm taking a break. I said, mate, just had smoke go 45 minutes ago. And he looked up and he said, mate, I'm not busting my ass." I said, huh? Gav, what's going on, mate? He said, mate, nothing. Stop trying me. So I said, Gav, get out. <laughs> so, and that was it. I, I don't know what he was playing, but um, I think he got the old sendling tickets up or something, so he got his job for a couple of days. Good. Get out of here, Gav, you It's also my motto for this show. Yeah, no, we can tell. <laughs> Hello. Still not fired. Hello, Brad. Hey, buddy, how are you? Yeah, good, bro. How quick were you fired? What's your fast fire? An hour, mate. I think I topped it. I was a truck driver. <laughs> You're a truck driver. What, what and I was on my first trial day. I had a full truck, and I was coming up to a set of lights, and it went orange. And I, bloody, you know, you know how you hesitate to brake or go through because it was a truck. I decided mm. to go through, and I t-boned a car. <laughs> you t-boned a car. Crashed the truck. Oh. <laughs> and that's an hour in. Hour in. Hour in, and he's like, I went back there the next day, and he's like, Yeah, buddy, no, we're gonna have to let you go. <laughs> Funny that. Funny that, Brad. <laughs> the Jimmy and Nath Show Podcast. We are here for the Australian Open. We are here to give you, Australia, a $2,000 ultimate crown experience. Five players, one giant coin, a 50 50 chance, and one big prize. This is Jimmy and Nate's Crown or Tales. Crown or Tales. Don't miss a minute of the action. Ace this summer at Crown. Yeah, this Friday, somebody's going to win a $2,000 Ultimate Crown Experience Gym, accommodation, dining, return flights. Uh, and all you've got to do to win is play Crowns or Tails. We've got a big novelty uh, coin here on one side uh, is, of course, the Crown logo, and the other side, representing the Tails, is our bottoms. Yes, our Tails. Our um, Tails. We are shaking our tail feathers on that coin. Uh, how this works is it's essentially heads or tails, guys. We've got five calls on the line. So there. essentially it is. So it, well, it is. No, it's crown, it's crown or Tails. Sponsored. Uh, we've got <laughs> five, five callers on the line. We play heads or tails until there's one person standing, and Jim, you are in charge of that novelty coin. Yes. Um, would you like me to head around here? Do you want yeah, to chat, you chat around. to our participants? Oh, first? yeah, we can chat. It's a long walk. It's probably it, like two steps. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but your tummy's a bit rumbly at the moment, so who knows? Oh, don't go, I'm not well. You got in the nazi gory. It's, um, <laughs> it's gone straight through me. <laughs> not so nazi. Uh, hello, Ash. Very nasty. <laughs> nasty, nazi. Hello, Ash. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Good, Ash. Round one, would you like heads or, uh, sorry, crowns? Ooh. Crowns or tails? Crown. Crowns. Crowns is yours, Ash. Contestant number two for round one. Hello, Mark. Hey, how you going, fellas? Good, brother. Do you want crowns or tails? Uh, we'll go tails, thanks. Tails is yours, Marky. Well done. Jackie, hello. Hello, how are you? <laughs> hello. No voices on this show, Jackie. <laughs> You get cancelled doing impressions, Jackie. No impressions, Jackie. (laughs) No impressions, Jackie. Uh, (laughs) Crowns or tails, Jack? Oh, I don't want to see your butt, so I'll probably go uh, the crown. Do you say you don't want to see see our butts? What do you reckon? Should I ask you? What do you reckon? You You can't ask us, mate. And also... She's talking to someone else. There's two people there, mate. Sorry, Jackie, we're just going to put you on hold. (laughs) While you deliberate. Sorry, Jackie. Jackie's representing five other people. Uh, She's a proxy. Hello. (laughs) They've gone into syndicate. (laughs) 
Hello. They've all called 131060. <laughs> we'll share the $2,000 in fights. Hello, Emma. Hey, guys. How's it going? We're good. Emma, are you just playing for yourself? I am playing for myself. Okay, that's good. You're crowns or tails, Em? Can I get tails, please? Of course you can. Tails is all yours. And our final contestant in crowns or tails, Vicky. Hello. Hello, guys. How are you, Vicky? Going all right? Fabulous. I'm good. How are you? Good. Crowns or tails for round one? I'll have the crowns, please. Okay, crowns is all yours, Jim, which means we now go over to you. You've what's, got... the, uh, what's the split? Okay, the split is we've got one, two, three for crown and two for tails. That's good. That's a good little split there. So, so Jim's in the novelty coin arena right now. Somebody's going to win $2,000 to spend at the crown. This puts him in the running, Jim, and he's over to you with your first big spin in three, two, one. Spin that coin! It's a gorge! You've knocked out executive producer Bruiser. <laughs> And it has landed. So you, are you okay, Parisa? I'm great. Okay, you've just... Well, that's, Matt, you're sitting in the coin flip arena. Yeah, yeah you to, only have yourself to be to blame. fair, if you sit in the middle like a net, you're going to get hit by the tennis ball. You know what I mean? Uh, Jim, so right, what's mate. it landed on? It's landed on tails. It's landed on tails. Well done, Mark. Well done, Emma. So we've knocked out three. Only two remain. It's a quick round. Marky, welcome back to the show. Hello. Hello, I've, uh, I've got the great Yvonne Goolagong's hometown. I've got the big big tennis racket just down the road. I've pulled over for a bit of good luck from uh, from us. So oh, shout we'll out go, to Yvonne we'll Goolagong Corley. I love that. Okay, love that. Yvonne Goolagong, you're right next to the good luck giant racket. Well done. Okay, so Mark's going tails again because it, it and, and who's our other contestant? Our other contestant is Emma. So, so but, I, but I think Emma should still be able to pick, shouldn't she? We shouldn't force. No, because other well, because then we might have a no winner. Well, I mean, if it, well, okay. Oh no, Just we saying. can ask Emma. So here's here's the conundrum. Because then the next time they could go something different. That's true. Here's the conundrum, Emma. You can either go tails with Mark, which means you both win if it lands on tails and we go again, or if it lands. Actually, no. If it lands on if it lands on crown and you don't pick crown, you're both out. No winner. Yeah. So would you? No like, winner. Ooh, no winner. Emma, would you like crown or tails? I was going to go crown anyway, so we'll lock it. Oh, okay, that's this good. Is good. That's good. Okay, which means the final spin, Jim. It comes to you right now. The final <laughs> spin. Producer Bruce has stood up and walked away. Yeah. So can we get Bruce behind a protective <laughs> barrier? <laughs> All right, here we go. For the chance to win $2,000 this Friday in the finale in three, two, one, it's spun. Jim Taylor! Which means Marky! Mark, well done, buddy! Yeah, up the tails. Up the the tails. Bloody good way to finish the holiday, lads. We're we're driving home from, we just got off the cruise earlier today. And when I heard it, I'm like, yep, let's go. Next holiday, bring it on. (laughs) the jimmy and nath show podcast is back in 30 seconds the jimmy and nath show podcast it's only the good stuff uh nath um experts have revealed that the ideal time to swipe on the dating apps Mm. is between 8 and 9 p.m on a monday why is that? I mean, I haven't been on the apps for a while. Don't have the answer for that question. It's a great I question. <laughs> it's just probably, have... probably the main question. No, yeah. I, just, I accept facts. I think I Keegan back in HQ, he looked ahead on the run sheet and said, oh, what is the answer to that? I said, stick around. I'm sure Jimmy will tell you. Turns out he won't, Keegan. No, nah, Keegan won't. Uh, just keep swiping, mate. You'll get there. You'll get there, mate. You look great. Um, January is also the peak season of fine love. Um, last year, uh, more than 11.4 million messages were sent on Tinder. Just Tinder. Just one app between mm. the beginning of the year and Valentine's Day. I reckon that makes sense because people want a new year, new me, new, yeah. new partner. I'm going to find love. I'm going to find this year. Exactly. 2024 is for me. This is, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> 
wait for the next 2025 is <laughs> all mine baby it's all mine baby um, so this is followed so that's the number one time 8 mm. and 9 uh, p.m. on a Monday um, number two time to get swiping or matching or responding over a hinge all those apps oh, oh, you still got them on your phone for some reason <laughs> Just in case. It's not Fruit Ninja, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Tuesdays at 9pm. So tonight. Right. So it's only, only in an hour. Stats. Just an hour away. I suppose it's, it's the same as fishing. You know what I mean? People look about when okay, the best... No, to... Yeah, explain this. No, let me look. As somebody who's been in a relationship for 10 years, let me tell you something. And done a lot of fishing. <laughs> and done a lot of fishing. Uh, it's, it's, that's why you keep your eye on, you know, the tide and the movements of the fish, right? I'm assuming that's what they do. That's why they use sonar. You know, this is your equivalent. You know when to throw the line in because that's when the fish are biting. There's no point throwing them in if they've already eaten. While I agree with everything you just said there, Nath, well done. Really? Because um... I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this matters. I don't think the timing matters at all. I tell no. you what I think matters what think, when like? it comes to the apps is the opening line, the opening oh, message. Oh, great, yes. Because if it is shit, mm. you're gone. Fish is gone. Yeah. The fish is, we've got to keep going. The yeah, fish it's, it's a, it, they look at the bait and they go, ooh, what's yeah. that? Fancy lure? No. I, I want, want real worms. Yeah, I want a live worm. Um, so, <laughs> so what I want to do. So send them a photo of your worm, is and what look, you say. Again, if, if this is the busiest time in last year, you know, it's 11.4 million on just one app, I want to I help the good people of Australia. Great. It's, it's time, Australia, for you to stop gatekeeping your great messages. I want you to share your messages. So 131060, what opening line or message works for you or has worked on you on the apps? Yeah, this is good. So it could be, it could be a joke. It could be the same one you use yes. all the time. It could be a rinse and repeat. I'll, I'll yeah. out my um, roommate Josh, very active on the apps. Yeah, well, he hasn't had any luck yet, so... <laughs> Maybe it needs to change. <laughs> but he, um, what he does is um, he sends, um, the first message is our Wi-Fi password. Yeah. Which is like 57HQ, capital T, oh, SR. Oh, careful, mate. Everyone's going to hack in. <laughs> well, I'm kind of pissed. He's sending, Free Netflix. He's sending all these women this thing. There's all these people standing outside our house trying to get their emails. Um, so you'll send that. That's it. Just that. Mm. And then they'll reply, because it looks like gibberish. Yeah, of And they'll go, what's this? And he goes, it's the Wi-Fi password for when you come around. Oh. When is that, by good. the way? That's good. Very yeah. good. And that tends Oh, jeez. <laughs> the lights in the audio hub are flashing like it's a rave at the moment. That's fun. That's going to give me a seizure. <laughs> that is. is I, either the audio hub is not liking this content. <laughs> We'll chuck something out the socials. Wow, it's this feels like a Taylor Swift concert. Now I'm going <laughs> It's a love story. Oh, I'm going to pass out. Tell me another pickup line. <laughs> so again, um, yeah. it, it could be a line that you've used mm. or it could be a line that's worked on you. Or it, not a line, it could be a joke, mm. it could be earnest, maybe just being open and honest. A friend of mine who, again, much like Josh, um, hasn't had heaps of success uh, on, on the dating apps, but he does a similar one where he sends it out to all different people and he says, what, uh, like, it'll be at a different time. And he'll go, what would you like for breakfast? And they go, what do you mean? It's like, well, obviously, in the, ne- the next morning. Yeah. See, that's yeah. a bit, I feel like that's a bit presumptuous. Yeah, well, he also hasn't made many breakfasts. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 131060 Australia. Jump on the phones right now. Opening lines, opening messages on the dating apps. What does work for you? Uh, hello, John. Welcome. Hey, Jimmy John. and Nate. How are you, boys? We're good, good mate. Good. You're on the dating apps, John? Oh, I sure am. You know, it's pretty dry out here some days, but I reckon <laughs> I've got one of the best pickup lines. Okay, well, before you tell us, have you had much success with this line, John? Oh. Well, after I've been using this one, the waters have been flowing, boys. Okay. <laughs> okay, the waters have been... We're out of the dry season. All right, Johnny, give us... How, what what is your opening line? All right, so what I first say, um, are, you, are you an icy road filled with snow? Are you an icy road filled with snow? Why is that, John? Do you need to be ploughed? 
<laughs> and John, you're telling me that, that this works. works. This lets the waters flow. The waters flow. I don't believe you, John. I do not. <laughs> niche snow plow gear. Especially in, Working a, in, in Australia. Australia. Yeah, yeah. Are you, are you either in Mount Buller or Perisher? Gin <laughs> Jessica, hello. Welcome to the show, Jess. Hello. Jess, what is your opening line on dating apps? It's okay, I'll be your wife. Oh, that's good. That's, so you just yeah. come straight out and say that. Yep, that's it. And it creates a response straight away. And yeah, what, what, are, the, what are the usual responses? They say when. <laughs> oh, it wasn't that easy. Good. I thought I'd have and, to work for it. Uh, men, and, are, men are simple creatures. We are. And Jess, are you a wife? I was. Not anymore. Oh, so, so it kind of works. <laughs> uh, Sue, Jimmy's mum. Hello, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hello, Sue. <laughs> so you're happily married. Just confirm this is this is not my mother, is it? No, definitely not. Okay, no, good. Of course. Sue, what's your? Uh, I've been trying to pick her up for years. <laughs> not trying, mate. I've seen you guys kissing. Um, Sue, what's your what's your go to opening line? Well, I'm saying, can you use a different pickup line like next time? I got, do you like whales? Do oh, so I asked, you? Were... Yeah, this was used do on you, me. Do and, you like whales? And what was your response? I asked why, and I got back. We can go hump back at my place. That's <laughs> <laughs> definitely your mum. Uh, <laughs> This is the Jimmy and Nath Show podcast. Uh, a man has made headlines after digging a huge hole in his kitchen after dreaming there was gold under there if he kept digging. There was not. <laughs> that is the story. Bloody, bloody keep digging, mate. You better dig all the way to China. Keep, well, I'm glad you brought this up because I was always told as a kid if you'd keep, because I used to dig in the back, backyard all the time. Yeah. I used to dig at school. I was Everyone. told by teachers, by parents, by just older figures in my life that if you keep digging, you will eventually get to China. I was convinced well into like 18, 19, 20 that China was directly underneath us. 100%. I thought I'd pop. And I, I don't know. I think my mum told me, my dad. Everyone. This is what I wanted to get onto. And look, this bloke, he dug the hole 40 metres deep. It yeah, fine. There's a here. photo of it. So this is his name was uh, Jao Pimento da Silva. Uh, he was digging. Where, is, for, where in the world is this? Uh, Brazil. Ah, he won't find China then. I don't know where he'll end up. Taiwan, who knows? Uh, two years he was digging for using jackhammer, uh, using jackhammers and, and shovels. Do we, how deep is it? Do we uh, know? Forty meters deep, and it is the diameter of a hula hoop. That's how it's much massive. he did it. Yeah. So he kept going, he, and, and eventually, after two years, his neighbour came over and was like, "Yo, like, what are you doing? Um, Keep it down, Joe Pimented de Silva. What, like, what are you doing?" He said, "I'm trying to find the gold that I dreamt of." Yes. And then they said, "Mate, you keep digging, you end up in bloody China." <laughs> No, there must be like a in Brazil. There's an equivalent. Like, you keep digging, you'll end up in Australia. You'll know, be bloody Tasmania. Here's where, here's where you'll end up. But I mean, on the point that I want, I want to talk now because thirteen ten sixty. Jump on the phones right now. What myths or what lies were you told as a kid? Because you brought up a good one there. Is that every time we dug, we were told we would pop out in China. Mm. And and parents, particularly parents, they they tell little fibs to their kids mainly to keep them in line. Yeah. I mean, another, and I know you know this, and I've said it on the show before, but my my mum and dad came up with. Um, uh, Mrs. Murray's smacking school, which was uh, five doors up the road. It was a scary looking house. And every time I mucked up, 
um, they would threaten that I would be dropped off to Mrs. Murray smacking school. And I saw Mrs. Murray. I don't even know if her name was Mrs. Murray. She, she was, was a, just a lady. She was like there. a sweet old lady, but it was a scary house. And apparently Mrs. Murray smacking school, she, had a, she had a smacking machine. <laughs> and she'd smack your bottom. Off. Yeah, yeah, it was like these hands. I will. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it let the imagination run wild. And it was this big bottom smacking robot. And I... Let me tell you, he I was only, scared. Yeah, there was one point where Dad dropped me at this random lady's house. I would have been like ten, and I'm like, Dad, you can't, you can't drop a ten year old to some rep. Yep, dropped at Mrs Murray's, and let me tell you, I behaved. Did you get it back in the car or? Hmm? No, nah, Mrs Murray had me for years. <laughs> <laughs> was some it? some say he's still at Mrs Murray's smacking school. So some don't but threaten me at a good time, Dad. So I'm going straight in there. <laughs> Oh, can I go back to Mrs. Murray? Oh, I'm playing up again. <laughs> Don't hit my bottom, Mrs. Murray. Whatever you do. Where's the machine? It's oh, in my room. you've got the candles. Bit of wax. <laughs> can I get them on Amazon, those smacking machines? Uh, so I want to ask the question, 131060, what myths or what lies were you told as a kid? All parents out there, parents or teachers, what little white lies or little fibs did you tell kids? I'm calling these childhood winks. What lies were you told? Did you know, children? Told as a kid. If you don't eat your crust on your bread, you will never get curly hair. So eat up. It's Jimmy and Nate's Childhood Wings. Yeah, this is after... That's a good one. It's a great one, Audio yeah, Bones. But, but I never understood that, because I always got the thread of, like, if you don't eat them, your hair won't get cut. I don't want curly hair. You know, the, you know, the other one I got as well was because uh, me and my sister always used to pull faces at each other. Oh. And my nan would always say, she goes, if you pull a face and the wind changes, your face will stay like that. Yeah. And I said, maybe I want to look like this. Well, I'd walk around <laughs> smiling. Yeah. And my grandma went, why are you doing that? And I went, because mm. I'm dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> then she said, the wind will change and you'll be smiling. <laughs> Clearly, the wind doesn't change. <laughs> We're asking the question, what miss, what lies were you told as a kid? Uh, this is after a bloke has tried to dig through his whole kitchen to try and find gold. Uh, that reminded us of when we were told, stop digging because you'll dig your way to China. Yeah, which was, I think's fun. I was convinced as a kid that if you dug enough, you'd end up in China. Yeah. And it was a threat too. Oh my God, sounds like a fun radio challenge. Is our next big story arc, a try, we try and dig to China. We go to a random beach. Maybe we go to, we China isn't beach. underneath us. It's well, just how the world works. You, you well, don't know that. The world's flat, mate. Yeah, of course. We're, we're not going to dig we'll anywhere. Just, we'll just fall into space. <laughs> 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 Hello, Jesse. Jesse, welcome to the show. Hey, lads. How are you? We're good, mate. Uh, childhood winks. What myth, what lie were you told as a kid? Uh, we were we were pretty against eating vegetables as, as children, so my mother told me if, uh, if we eat our broccoli enough, our hair will turn green. Okay, and you wanted your hair to... T- so this was a way to get you to eat broccoli? This is a way to get me to eat broccoli. So I'd, I'd eat... I'd be, you know, eight-year-old Jesse's on that broccoli-eating grind every single night. Uh, and I'd adamant against I would eat, wouldn't eat any other vegetables but broccoli until my mother informed me that actually green beans do the trick as well. Right, so... It's a so big, you, wanted big, your, you wanted your hair to turn green? Yeah, of course. Yeah, he wanted to be like, like Lee Harding, didn't he? <laughs> Niche. What's up, man? Yeah. <laughs> Nietzsche straight that, idol. That was, his, that was his idol, Lee Harding. I want green hair. There's people. <laughs> Did I Lee Harding even have green I hair? I don't think so. I think it was like green tips. Oh. I wonder if it was like the Grinch. Yeah, Billie Eilish. She got green I'm hair. The <laughs> <laughs> Grinch is literally all green. It's the perfect yeah, example. He's a fictional character. Is uh, he? Oh, you're so right. We should dig and see if we can. <laughs> Stop. Hello, Tracy. Hello, how you going? Good. What myths, what lies were you told as a kid, Trace? 
Well, we were told the Chinese, you know, dig to China and you'll, get, you know, end up the other, you know, keep digging to go to China. Um, but yeah. the other one was chewy gum. So if you, you chewed chewy gum and you swallowed it, it got wrapped around your heart and then your heart wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> That's so aggressive. <laughs> you swallowed chewing gum. Dead. Yeah. That's Listen it. here, little Tracy. If you keep having hubba bubba, you will go into cardiac yeah. arrest. Uh, That's pretty much it. <laughs> did you, and how long did you believe that for? Oh, quite a while, actually. Yeah, probably Sounds like 10. you still believe it, Tracy. Hey, jump on Google. <laughs> Tracy hasn't chewed gum to this day. Uh, hello, uh, Rihanna. 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 Well, what, sorry. What kind of name is Rihanna? Because no. well, it's, it's spelt Rihanna. Sorry, Rihanna. It sorry. Blame I, no, it's okay. I'm going to call no, you. No, it's not. No, it's not, Rihanna. Just... <laughs> Here's the lie you've been told it uh, by by your parents. It's how to pronounce your name. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Rihanna, Rihanna, what lie were you told? What myth were you told? Um, so when growing up, my dad used to always tell us that if the music was playing on the ice cream truck, that they had sold out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So are you, did you grow so, up think, <laughs> thinking they were always sold out? The ice cream was yes. always sold out? Honestly, oh. yes. It was quite so, bad. So you, you'd be inside going, Dad, can we get ice cream? And then he'd be like, and he'd be like, oh, sold that again, love. Yeah, and it's now something that I tell my child. <laughs> this is what I <laughs> suffered no, through. Not because you still believe it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, one more. Anthony, Anthony, welcome to the show. Hello. G'day, boys. How you going? Oh, good, mate. Anthony, uh, talk This isn't dad jokes, Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, I know, but this might actually explain why I'm uh, a bit messed up. Let's <laughs> <laughs> really get into your trauma as a child. Also, if you uh, want yeah, to see yeah, what well, it is. My it, mum and dad, sorry, my mum and dad, yeah, they, they told me a couple of these. <laughs> okay, well, what do you got, Anthony? So one of them was that if we peed outside, the birds would think it's a worm and try and take it off. Oh. Yeah, no, I actually got told that one as well. well. My, mine actually got taken off by a bit. So, <laughs> no, well, I just you, yours is a worm. It's <laughs> <laughs> better you use uh, it. To this day, uh, I still stand really close to the fence and look up just in case. I know it's alive, but I still get a bit nervous. I'm going to take you to a beach and throw oh. hot chips at you next time. <laughs> what else did you pay to it? So one of the other one was to save electricity because we'd walk out of the, the room without turning the lights off. They'd say that there's a man in the roof pedalling and that's what kept the electricity on. But being a kid, you get a bit scared because you turn the light off at night time. You don't want this guy to come downstairs and scare the shit out of you. <laughs> Sit tight for 30 seconds. The Jimmy and Nath Show podcast is back soon. It's only the good stuff. The Jimmy and Nath Show Podcast. Nath, I've uh, dated a few flight attendants. Oh, you've been through a few. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a few flights. More, sorry, flight. That was, what were you talking about? I was going to say your virgin points are through the roof. I'm platinum, maybe. It's ironic you get a point and it says virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I reached out to... Uh, I've known a few, but I've, I mean, I dated one for a long mm. time. Um, but I reached out to another one. Um, just to confirm this story that I saw online. Okay. Because I want to know if it was true. Sure. So I saw the story online, and my friend who is a flight attendant confirmed it. And um, so there's a, there's a code word. that Now, this isn't, this isn't across every flight attendant, mm-hmm. plane, airline, everywhere. Sure. But it is... It's specialized to this particular airline, maybe. Yes, it, it does come from somewhere. So um, there's a name that people get uh-huh. 
that flight attendants call them if you're kind of annoying or a passenger you don't like. God, there's so many secret terminologies oh, in, the, in the air. The secret life of yeah. flight attendants. Because remember, remember that same flight attendant that you used to date? She, yeah. she told me about the secret compartment where they yeah. sleep yeah. on international flights. Crazy. Above you. Above you. They're There's, above you. They're right now, Australia. Well, not right now, unless you're weirdly <laughs> listening on a flight. Is, I'm just freaking out. Yeah, I know. They're right. above me. If you're on an international flight and for yeah, some reason you, plane. and for some reason you're listening to us and you're an airbus. The podcast. Yeah, if you listen to the podcast, above you there is a flight attendant asleep. Yeah. Or not. Mm. Or maybe awake. What are they doing? Potting each other. Who no, knows? no, no, because most of the blokes are, you know, batting for the other team. Yeah, but it could be two blokes. The pilot <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. You're, mate, let me tell You're you. You're so I'm, right. Um, so the, the name that they give people, um, it comes from uh, the term PILP. So it's PILP. So it'd be PILP. PILP. So it stands for passenger I'd like to punch. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what originally it started as. But then mm. like PILP, 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 and it beca- just became Philip. Oh, like Philip. Philip. Yeah. Philip. Philip. Okay. So now, if like you hear two flight attendants talking about, geez, I've got a Philip in 7B. Oh, they want to punch him in the face. Yes. What about if the guy's name is actually Philip? Well, then, no, they're just talking about how you and your person. Geez, yeah. <laughs> Philip's lovely yeah, in no, 7B. Good, you want to punch him? Bloke. No, no, no. no, no, no. Oh, he's actually a really good bloke. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I, th- but I think in like any sort of industry where you know you have to serve people, there's like some mm. sort of service going oh, on. Oh, 100%. There's, there's words or phrases or terms or well, something being butchers, used. Butchers have their own language. They yeah. speak back. Is Salabusurma? I beg your pardon? <laughs> Mia Jaja B. I was about to say, is this Star Wars? <laughs> so, what I want to do on 131060, Australia, I want to ask what's your secret work words? Mm. Like, what, what, like, what words or sayings do you use at work so the general public don't know what you're saying? There is one that I can think of for radio that we don't use on air, but should I say it? It involves well, people who win. Cover your mic and then just. Yeah, I'll just. It. I'll turn okay. my mic. What I'll do, this is what I'm going to do, Australia. I'm going to turn our mics off super quickly. We may, yeah, we may Say the word and come back, yeah, right? Okay. okay, right. Here right. we go. All right. I'm going to yeah. say the word to you, right? Oh, yeah, no, I can't say that. I can't say that. <laughs> Because it gives it away. Yeah, it gives yeah, it away. Okay. There is a... Yeah. There is a uh, yeah, I can no. say a pig. Pig. A pig. A pig, a pig yeah. means something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> means like, you eat too much. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? There's a couple of piggies right here. Oh, 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 oh man, I'm giving the <laughs> bloody buffet a nudge every morning. Oh, you're that nasty goring. No, it's the bloody... Five chocolate croissants. I can, I can, s- <laughs> I can smell the nasty goring in the audio up. Can we get some ventilation, please? Uh, Thirteen ten sixty Australia. Jump on the phones right now. Secret work words. You've all got them. What's the the term, the terminology, the language, the thing that you say to other staff members uh, when you know you, you've got to talk away from customers yeah, so they maybe, don't understand yeah. what you're saying? Like a code at a bar, or maybe you work at some sort of retail and you want to say something in front of a customer, you can't. Yeah, yeah. A little hidden message. Secret work words. Thirteen ten sixty. Jump on the phones right now. Joe, welcome to the show. G'day. How you going? We're good, Joe. What's your secret work words? Uh, it's two words. It's the plan. The plan. plan. Now, where do you work, Joe? I run my own business. I've got a gardening business. Yeah. So, what's the plan? So, the plan. If my staff member and I look at each other and say the plan, it means the day has totally gone out the window, and every single thing that we had organised for the day is now uh, torn up and scrapped and I'm trying not to swear here and it's, yeah, yeah. Just... The, the shit is at the fan. <laughs> it's boobah. No, it's, called, it's called the plan. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so, 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 the shit is in the plan. Sorry, jo, Jo's done her best not to swear. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Uh, hello, Matt. Welcome. Hi, boys. How are we? 
Good, mate. What do you do for work, first of all? Uh, so me and my brother, we work on a job site uh, with, our, with our father, <laughs> doing a bit you, of labouring. Okay, you yeah. work on a job site with, with your, your old man doing labouring. Yeah. And what's, the, what's yeah. the secret work words? Well, not just a word, but we have our own language. You guys may have heard of it before. It's uh, Pig Latin. Oh, SEAs we advertise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of. But we've actually developed like a whole vocabulary for it now. So okay. we understand nearly every word in Pig Latin. And it's the point now we can have a full conversation in Pig Latin. Can you give us some of it now? I'll try and have it. Do you want me to try and have a conversation with him? Because I used to do this at school okay. yeah, when I was a yeah. lad. Uh, okay, uh, go, Matt. Go talk to me. Ilche uh, at boys. Um, <laughs> you put me on the spot here. You have to think about it a little <laughs> Sorry, bit. Sorry, Matt, don't you do this every day? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, imagine how we go. We're going to do this on the spot every <laughs> night. Like Matt's going to have a stroke. On the, I, I look at him later and go, is he okay? <laughs> Thank you, Matty. Uh, hello, Sam. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Good, Good. Sam. What do you do for work? I uh, work in an office. Office. In an have, you, office. have you got a word or a phrase that you have to use? We've got um, a code word is red pen. Red pen. Red what does what does red pen mean? The receptionist, when a hot guy comes into reception, will say, "Has anyone got a red pen?" <laughs> so all the viewers must go to look at the reception desk. So you're you're not the receptionist, Sam, but somebody is. And when they when they announce red pen, what do you all flock to yeah, provide a red go, pen oh, to the reception? Red pen. <laughs> right. So I mean, how how many of you are, are coming up to reception offering red pens when there's a hot dude around? There's about four of us. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, place is flush with red it's pens. Just walk in the office. You go, Jesus. Uh, hello, Dean. Welcome. Good day, guys. How are you today? Good, Dino. Good Dino. What do you do for work? I work at a marina. I um, do maintenance on the boats for the boat hire place. Okay, maintenance on a marina. Um, um, what, um, what's, your, what's your word, your phrase? Uh, so m- m- me and all the young fellows are just mucking around, doing this and doing that, and the boss walks in, we all just yell out, Code Brown, Code Brown. We get up and we start acting like we've been doing work for the last couple of hours just so he doesn't get the shit. So your, your Code Brown is the boss is here, let's pretend we're working. Yep, yeah, get back up. The boss is here now. Yeah. We've got to start some work again. Whatever you do, Dean, don't ever call a national radio show and tell them that because your boss might hear it. Nah, nah he's all right. Code Brown, Dean. Code Brown. <laughs> Go Brown. The Jimmy and Nath Show podcast is back in 30 seconds. The Jimmy and Nath Show Podcast. It's only the good stuff. Coming to you live from the Crown Audio Hub back again tomorrow at 7 till 10. And uh, obviously... Oh, I thought we... Quinn time! That's it, Jim. We don't control the buzzer. It's back again for 2024. When it goes off, we get out of here. Yeah, we certainly do. Unfortunately, another night has uh, come to the conclusion, but we shall return tomorrow night. Yeah, uh, another five-set thriller from the boys tonight. Third day tomorrow. Third show. <laughs> third round. We're through third to the round. third round. Can we get to the finale on Friday? Let's hope not. Uh, <laughs> look, the way we like to finish the show is with a score out of ten. Doesn't matter how much of the show you have heard, please welcome uh, to rate the show. Actually, please welcome back to the show, Sam. Welcome. Hello, Sam. Hi, how are you? Good. Now, Sam, we had you on a little bit early. You told us about the code word for when a hot bloke walks into the office. Red pen, uh, wasn't it? Red pen, definitely. What happens if uh, Jimmy and Nath walk in the office, Sam? Oh, I don't know. That's all up to the receptionist. 
Oh, oh, yeah, that's true. true. Yeah. That's true. Blue what pen. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Highlighter. Uh, stapler. Get out. <laughs> hole punch. <laughs> Their faces oh look God. a little hole punch. <laughs> well, it looks like they've had a, they've had a fight with a hole puncher. Uh, Sam, uh, you've heard a bit of the show tonight, yes? Yes, I have, yep. Okay, what do you want to give us out of 10? What's your honest um, rating out of 10? I gave you an 8. I said 8 to 9, actually. 8 to 9? Eight to nine. Okay, that's fair. Okay, no, I, haven't heard, that I haven't heard a lot of this show, to be honest, because I just went out driving to get some money. To get some money? money. What? Yeah. I mean, can... I mean, we're here now. What are you? What are you? What are you paying for? for? Yeah. Are you buying some Facebook Marketplace, uh, or are you doing some no, dodgy stuff? I'm, I'm paying the lawnmower man tomorrow. He pays cash. Yeah. Uh, so the lawnmower man doesn't pay tax. Little tax evasion, hey? Not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate Show podcast.